Hi, welcome to my Love Life Podcast, episode number 35. 35 ways that making a list will help you be happier. It's September 8, 2021. I'm your host, Lisa Lundy, author, blogger, YouTuber, motivational speaker, and clearly podcaster. What I do is I help people be well-loved, happy, and healthy, even when life is very difficult. As my disclaimer, this podcast does not constitute medical or therapy advice in any way, and my music is by Howie Moscovich. Thirty-five ways making a list will help you be happier. Oh my gosh. Well, first of all, people typically either like or love making lists or they hate them. While there is an in-between, many people, what I've found in the last many decades is that people tend to fall to one end of the spectrum or the other. I happen to be in the love list because I know about the benefits, which is the whole topic today, which is how lists can help you be happier and give you so many rich benefits. Now, if you happen to go online to research making lists, you will find some people say that making lists does not work. Well, that's one opinion. I'm going to tell you that there is research showing that making a list can help you achieve your goals. What we know from the research is that setting goals and then getting to work on those goals will help you reduce your anxiety, definitely be happier, and it's also a coping mechanism for life or a life skill. So there's tons of benefits that is based in the research. So anybody who says, no, they don't work, well, I don't know what to tell you about that. So making lists can help you, and that's what all of my content and material is about is helping you be happier when life is hard. You don't really need help to be happy when life is easy. So let's get going. So number one, what am I going to be covering today in this podcast? Well, I'm going to talk about the top obstacles to making a list because there are quite a few. I'm going to talk about dealing with your feelings about making a list I'm going to address how much time you actually have in life, which may or may not surprise you. I'm going to give you a few general recommendations for list making or making lists. And then I'm going to dive into the 35 ways that making a list will be help you be happier and are beneficial for you, widely beneficial. I mean, making lists are so phenomenal for human health. I just think everyone might do it if they understood what they had to gain. And then a couple takeaways and a call to action. So if you're new to my content, if this is the first podcast you've listened to, you can visit my website at www.lisaalundy, where on my website you can read pretty much my full book that I do offer for sale, but you can read it for free on my website. You can also find links to my YouTube channel on uh, my website. So I always start my podcast with a disclaimer, which is extremely important. So number one, I am not a medical health professional or a therapist in any capacity. I'm just not. I, I may happen to have a lot of knowledge that would fall into one or two of the, either one of those areas, but I am not a medical or health professional or therapist in any way, and you should be getting your medical or therapy advice from a therapist. Next up. If you are suicidal, if you're thinking about harming yourself or you're hopelessly depressed, I'm asking you personally and begging you to call the National Suicide Prevention Lifeline at 1-800-273-8255. That number again is 1-800-273-8255. I am asking you if you're suicidal, hopeless, thinking about harming yourself, to talk to someone to tell people how you're feeling and get help because there actually is help available. And if you're one of those people that says, well, I just don't have any friends. I don't have anyone to talk to. Well, number one, that makes me very sad and breaks my heart. But number two, post it on social media. People will help you. I promise you they will help you. And there's no shame or embarrassment in needing help. So that's my disclaimer. 
Now I want to talk about the top obstacles to making a list, which could be subtitled reasons why people don't make a list. And I have 10 of them, but there's, there's a whole bunch, but I've just kind of put the top ones together here. So number one, sometimes people don't make lists because they are overwhelmed with life in general. And that's very understandable. It was, it's always been understandable to me, but it's particularly understandable because we're in a pandemic and that's been dragging on for forever. And if you're overwhelmed, I have a blog post about overwhelm. I also happen to have a podcast on, on overwhelm. Uh, so that's something you can actually deal with, but that's one reason. Number two, they have no energy. That can be sourced by feeling depressed, having anxiety, low self-esteem, feeling like their life is out of control. So there's lots of reasons. That's another reason that people feel like they have no energy. It's, it's too much work. Number three, they are not motivated. Number four, they do not have goals. Number five, they are unfamiliar with the concept. So they haven't had a role model or they don't understand the benefits. Number six, they have a belief that making lists simply won't help them. Number seven, they think it's a waste of time. Or number eight, they say, I don't have time to make a list. Listen, I've done enough time management <laughs> workshops and seminars to know one of the first things people will say at the beginning of a time management workshop or seminar is I don't have a I don't have time for this. I don't have time to make a list, etc. So, I, that's a very common one. Number 9, they have a pessimistic or negative view of life or believe that they can't win, which gives them resignation or why bother. And number 10, they are a victim or they have a victim or martyr mentality and they are stuck in things not going their way. So if any of those might be your reasons, it's just time to say, hmm, maybe I want to open my mind and consider that there might be things I don't know about making a list. And, you know, you can have any objection you want and still move forward, but those are the, those are the top more common reasons why people don't make a list. And I do believe with all of my heart and soul that once you hear the 35 benefits to making a list and how making a list can help you be happier, why would you say no to that? I don't know. Why would you say no to something that makes you happier, helps you have a life you love? I don't know why you'd say no to that, but you're welcome to. Dealing, next topic is dealing with your feelings about lists and time management. <clears throat> if you're one of those people listening to this podcast who happens to have <clears throat> a negative view <clears throat> about making lists, or perhaps in the past you've made lists and it didn't work out or you didn't feel like it helped you, I'm going to tell you right now, that's the thing that we need to shift. Because anything that you feel negatively about, you typically avoid. You typically don't do. People who sign up for the gym but haven't dealt with their feelings and emotions and aren't excited and aren't motivated and aren't like really have a goal and they're going for it, typically they sign up for the gym and then they don't go because they have a negative view where their feelings don't line up with why they signed up for the gym. So once I've covered later on all the benefits, you really have to have an open mind that it's going to work out because your emotions are the most powerful motivator in life. And unfortunately, emotions is one of the things that we as a society, we as a culture, and we in the world are typically very bad at. So I do have a several podcasts on emotions because when you have skills with your emotions, emotions become a superpower. They really, it's really remarkable. It's so amazing. I just get so excited about emotional intelligence. But for this podcast, what I want to say is you've got to recognize in the beginning, what are your emotions and flip them if you're thinking negatively. Because if you're thinking negatively about making a list, it's just never going to work. So why bother? I mean, listen, if you're going to look at it negatively, don't bother. Because you'll just prove yourself right that it didn't work. So if you're, if you're going to be open-minded and try this tool for happiness, then you want to notice that it's going to feel maybe a little weird. It might feel awkward. It might feel unnatural. But I'm asking you to stay with it because 
anytime you try something new that you've never done before, that's how it feels. It feels unnatural. It feels awkward. It feels like, oh my gosh, I don't know what I'm doing. You have all kinds of thoughts and considerations, but just keep an open mind and, and have an attitude that's positive because that's, that's what's going to work. All right. So next I want to talk about time because this is one of the top objections people have as to why they don't make a list. They say, I don't have time to make a list. So we're going to deal with that because you actually might be surprised. So how much time do you have is the question. Well, we're going to do a little uh, formula here to end up with how much time you might actually have. Now, of course, I understand if you're a caregiver, if you have, you know, particular circumstances, this is going to change a little bit for you, but this is a general process I'm going to walk you through. So everybody has 24 hours in a day. That's pretty much what the clock runs. That's how it goes. There's 24 hours per day. There's seven days in a week, which actually 24 times seven gives you 168 hours that's available to anybody, generally speaking. Now let's assume you work between 8 and 10 hours a day, 5 days a week. Well, I use the number 10 hours a day. So if you work 10 hours a day, 5 days a week, you would have 50 hours of work. So we're going to take the 50 hours of work, subtract it from 168, and that gives you 118 hours remaining. So what all do you have to do with that 118 hours? Well, you've got to sleep. I am hopeful, actually prayerful, that you're sleeping at least eight hours a night, which I know, given the research, is unlikely, but we're going to use eight hours of sleep per night, which eight hours times seven is 56 hours of sleeping. So we subtract that from 118, that gives you 62 hours left over. So we've taken off your work hours of 50, and we've taken off 56 hours for sleep. So giving you 62 hours. So so what do you have to do with those 62 hours? Well, most people have to do shopping and food prep and cleaning and self-care. And let's assume that you exercised or walked one hour a day. Then you'd still have, let's, so we're going to start minusing off the things you have to do. So let's assume, yay, hey, probably not, not, but let's assume that you're working out one hour a day. So that's still, we take that off of the 62 and you still got 55 hours. So now I know you have to do food prep and shopping and household chores. So we're going to take an hour and a half, an hour and 30 minutes off per day you'd still be left with 44 and a half hours of time. 44 and a half hours of time. Where is that 44 and a half hours of time going? Well, the answer is most people don't know. I mean, you may be watching shows or, you know, sporting events or whatnot, but most people really don't have a good handle on where their time goes. And I'm telling you, so we've taken off sleep, we've taken off an hour and a half for food prep, an hour for working out, and blah, blah, blah. You know, you still have 44 and a half hours. And even if you had some other big constraint, you know, you'd still have time left. And time is your, like, most valuable, precious commodity. Because once it's gone, it's gone. So I'm going to give you, so that just kind of like, I just want to blow a hole in the theory that you don't have any time. Because once I typically go through that little exercise, people go, hmm, yeah, I don't know what I, I don't know what I'm doing. I know what I could do, but I know, I don't know what I'm doing. I don't know where, where is that time going? So we're, we're waking you up. I'm waking you up to you and having you be more conscious about time. And that would be a whole separate topic. Uh, to do a podcast on time, but this is about making a list. So I'm going to continue on and I'm going to give you some general recommendations for making a list before I give you the top benefits. And I just love this. I, I was, by the way, roasted <laughs> when I graduated from college about making lists and, and they had fan fold paper that, because it was ages ago and they just had a fan fold paper that fell to the ground and the heading was lists of her lists you know yeah I have lists of my lists so number one you're gonna start small if you're not uh 
habitual list maker. If this is not a habit for you that you have facility and skill in, then you want to start small. Now, there's so many kinds of lists you could make. Oh, my goodness. There's a daily list of what you need to do for the day, a weekly list of what you'd like to accomplish for the week. I am a fan of having a master list that drives your life. There's grocery lists, errand lists, bucket lists, packing lists if you're going on repeated trips. This is, like, so helpful. I mean, I used to take uh, my kids to, to Michigan to see a physician. And for those trips, I had to print it out list for packing. So it was so easy. I didn't have to think. I, I just pulled, printed off a copy or, you know, frequently I had one in the drawer, pulled it out. Okay, we're ready to go. So making lists is a muscle or a skill that you build over time. You want to start small. I would suggest that you start by making a daily list and just, you know, have a couple things on it and, and cross off the things you can get done. And what's important when you start a new, new anything, you know, whatever it is you're doing that's new, is that you have self-compassion and you're compassionate with yourself about the fact that you're starting something new and this is not a skill set for you. So you celebrate every little moment and every little bit of progress as opposed to beating yourself up. So if you make a, a daily list of five things or three things and you only do one of them, the typical human way of life is to go, oh my gosh, I'm such a loser. I had five things on my list or I had three things on my list and I only did one. No, no, no. We do not want you doing that. What we want you to do instead is go, oh, I'm so proud of myself. I made a list. And then let's just say you had a list of five things and you only did one. And then you say, wow, I made a list with five, and I, but I got one done. Woohoo! And celebrate that you got one done as opposed to, beating yourself up for not doing the four, four of the five. See, it's a completely, it's the same scenario, but completely different a response. You want to celebrate you're on the road. You want to celebrate anything that you get done. You want to pat yourself on the back and be really proud and happy. Because as you continue the process of building the skills, you will get better and better and better and better. Now, it is extremely helpful. Like it's wildly helpful, wildly, wildly helpful. If you have a vision for your life or something you want to do, or it could be a bucket list, it could be, you know, something that you've always wanted to do. I mean, it could be anything. Because if you have a vision for your life, bucket list, what have you, that you really want to do, or you really want to, you know, have in your life, and you're going for that, that is going to be inspiring. And so it's really helpful to have either goals or vision or bucket list or something driving your lists. Because my whole content, all everything that I do is about having you have an amazing life. It's about you being wildly happy even when life is crushing. And I know as someone who started out with nothing two years ago at an old age, I know how hard life is. I, I know how bitterly hard life is. Trust me. I, I know how depressing and hard life can be, but I also happen to know and have the skills and the attitudes and habits and beliefs and practices. I know how to be happy when life is hard. So get yourself a goal or a couple goals or a bucket list or a vision or something that you would be like, yes, I want that. And use that to help motivate yourself for making lists. So when, one of the big things that you're going to find in the benefit list of having lists is that it's going to give you more free time. And what would you do with your free time? Well, if you had a vision for your life or something you wanted to do, that's what you could devote your free time for. All right, so when people start this practice of starting to make lists. You know, they sometimes get discouraged. It's okay. You don't quit. You just keep going. And you know, I mean, like many people found learning how to drive to be a very challenging task. Of course, most people learn how to drive when they're very young, but you know, learning how to drive is scary. <laughs> like, especially when you go from 
25 miles in a little neighborhood to 55 miles on the highway, or now these days it's like 70 on the highway. You know, you've done lots of things in life that were scary that you didn't have skills for when you started. So, you know, whatever you do, just start. Just start at the beginning. So now, and make it fun, by the way. I'm a big fan of fun. Life is so hard. Why not have it be fun? I mean, I just don't understand why why you don't want to have life be happy and have life be fun. Because even when you have nothing, you can still have life be happy and still have fun. All right, so the top 35 ways making a list will benefit you and be happier. Oh my gosh, this is, I love this part. All right, so here's what I want you to do as I go through this list. What I'm asking you is that you just listen and you listen from the viewpoint, would you like that? Would that benefit you? Would the item I just covered, as I go through them, would that? how would that alter your life? That's what I want you to just listen from. Do you want it? Would that help you? Would that be good for you? That's, what, that's how I'm asking you to listen to this list. All right, so number one, you will get more done. Well, there is no question that having a list helps you be more productive. There is just no question about that and plenty of research. Number two, you will save time. Well, I have to say having a list helps you be more efficient. It helps you get things done and it helps you be clear in your thinking. You know, people make multiple trips to the grocery store or multiple trips in town or this or that because they forgot something, because they didn't have a list or they had a list and they didn't look at it or what have you, or they forgot an errand when they were in town or they were, you know, after work, you know, what they had to do on their way home. So making a list will save you time and, and you, you won't have to make that extra trip and you won't have to, you know, do lots of things. Number three, it will help you be more focused. Now, life is hard, and making a list will help you be more focused because you actually have to think. And uh, hopefully you are driven and focused because there's things that you want to have happen in your life, like there's, there's somewhere you want to get to in life. Number four, it will be harder to distract you. Well, life is full of distractions. I mean, it's so easy to get distracted. It's just easy. So when you become practiced in making lists and you have this vision for your life or goal or bucket list or what have you, and you have, hopefully you have a reward system. I, I talk about having a reward system because I'm a fan of it. You know, then you're, it's going to be harder to distract you because there's something you really want in your life. There's something you want to have happen. You're on a mission. Number five, you will feel good if you eventually if you stick with it. So in the beginning, it might feel awkward or uncomfortable or unnatural or weird. But if you stick with it, you will feel good and you will feel better and better and better because you're going to start to notice that you're more efficient. You're, start, you're going to start to notice you're more productive. You're going to start to notice you're more f focused. And ultimately realize, wow, I, I have more free time. Wow, uh, what am I going to do with my time? Number six, you will have a visual to see your accomplishments. How many times do I say to people or do people say to me, I don't know what I did all day? <laughs> I know. Well, if you have a list, it's very clear what you did or didn't do. But get, having a list gives you a visual of your accomplishments for the day. And even on a bad day, it can represent that you accomplished something. So it gives you a representation or visual of your accomplishments. Number seven. Oh, and I'm going to go back to that. So I'm a big fan of having a master list. And that's a great visual of my accomplishments because I am moving forward bit by bit, inch by inch, week by week. And I can see that visually from my master list. Of course, I can also see it from my daily and weekly list. But anyway, number seven. It can provide a structure for difficult times to pull you forward. Well, there's no question, as the pandemic drags on, we have more people in dark times, deep depression, filled with anxiety, worry, and fear. 
with nothing to pull them forward, like they've lost hope. So when you have a structure that can help you propel yourself forward, it's immensely valuable. It's like completely valuable. So if you don't have any goals, get a goal. If you don't have a bucket list, start one. If you don't have something to pull you forward, get to work on that. But having a list, making lists can help pull you forward in dark times. Trust me, I know about this. <laughs> I wish I didn't know as much about this, but I do. Number eight, it will help you lower anxiety. Well, anxiety and depression rule the day. I mean, even before the pandemic, depression and anxiety were, were fairly high in society and in the world. And having a list can help you reduce your anxiety as well as depression and other things because it's a visual that you're doing something. It puts you back in control and will help you reduce your anxiety. Number nine, it will help you create a life that you love. Well, there's no question that making lists will help you create a life that you love because you're the one making the list. You're the one deciding what goes on the list. And I am extremely aware that some of you listening to this podcast, you have young children or you have children or you're the caregiver for a parent or someone who's sick or someone who has a disability. And that's extremely difficult. Oh, trust me, I've spent enough time in those categories, some of those categories to know how difficult that is to have to be a caregiver or be a parent or have a child with an illness or whatnot. But having a list will help you, even with those constraints, to start to use the free time. First of all, it'll help you free up more time, so you have more free time. But it will help you start to move forward and take uh, some control to create this life that you love or the life that you want. Number 10, it forces you to prioritize what matters most. So making lists day-to-day and week-to-week will simply help you prioritize because you have to make a decision about what goes on the list. Number 11, it will reduce your stress levels. Well, that's really important because number one, when you're being more productive and efficient, two things we know about making lists, that automatically helps your stress level go down. Additionally, you being forced to prioritize what goes on the list will help you make help you make it, help you feel better. Having a list will also help you not to forget things that could be costly or have negative uh, consequences. So that could be paying bills or doing something on time or what have you. But you know, it will definitely help you be less stressed. So if overwhelm is one of the reasons why you're not making a list or you're saying you don't have time, this is what's going to give you more time and help you be uh, less stressed. Number 12, it will save you money. Well, this is an absolute definite. Why? Because if you have a list, whether it's for the grocery store, errands, or what you have to do, what your your the likelihood that you're going to miss a payment or that you're going to have to make a second trip to the store or that you're going to have to do x y or z goes dramatically down to a dull roar I mean, assuming you're looking at the lists and using them so it can definitely save you money and it definitely can save you time but money for sure ka-ching um you know you're never going to get a late payment you're never going to get whatever and you're certainly not going to spend more time and money making another trip to the store whatever so number 13 it will it will or can or should motivate you so it's not going to motivate you if you're really unmotivated about your life but i already talked about the fact that you want to have something to look forward to in life and whether that's a simple goal or it's a bucket list or it's a vision or something, you know, like pick something that makes you go, whew, yeah, I can't wait for that. And then take some actions. So, you know, if you're depressed or overwhelmed, you know, making a list can help motivate you, but you got to have something that you're going for. And maybe it's just to feel better. Well, that's a perfectly good reason. And let me tell you, you might not feel better the first day or second day or fifth day or, or 
or 14th day of making a list, but you're going to start to notice that it makes a difference because I've been coaching people long enough in time management to know people eventually catch on and go, whew, yeah, I've got to figure out what I'm going to do with my time now. And then I usually start talking to them about having goals and what would make their life be magical. All right, so number 14, it will help you feel more confident. Well, low self-esteem is through the roof prior to the pandemic and probably even higher now. But you can start to feel more confident by making a list because you're in, you're taking control of your life. You're choosing what you want to do. Of course, some of the stuff on your list isn't going to be so much of a choice because there are just things we all have to do in life. But it will definitely help boost your confidence. Number 15, it can be a handy reference for what's going on. Life is confusing. Life is very hard. And it's helpful to have a reference for what's going on and what needs to be going on. Because sometimes at the end of the day, you're exhausted, you're tired, you're worn out. And having lists can help you stay on track. All right. Number 16, it can help you clear your mind. Well, I am a huge fan of this. And I know from coaching people, making lists can help you clear your mind. It's one of the number one things I recommend for people who I coach who are having sleeping problems. Now, I have a blog post about how to get better sleep. Uh, and there are many, many things that uh, interrupt people's ability to get good sleep. But one of them is, you know, anxiety, depression, and lots of things that are on your mind. So clearing your mind can be helpful. And, and it's, and it's really good because you can have a separate catch-all list for things that don't go on your daily list or what have you, but it will definitely help you clear your mind, which will help you feel, feel better, which is the next thing. Number 17, it will definitely help you feel better. When you have less stress, when you have less anxiety, when you feel more confident, when you're more productive and efficient, what happens? Well, you're going to um, sleep better. So if you aren't sleeping well, did I, did I just mess that up? I might have. It's definitely going to help you sleep better was number 17. So, so if you're having trouble sleeping, number one, you might want to go visit my uh, blog, my website, just to, to read up on the whole sleeping, getting better sleep. But if you're having trouble sleeping, I would absolutely put getting better at making lists on, on your, on your agenda. And if you can't fall asleep, get up, start making a list. What's on your mind? What are the things rattling around in your head that keep you awake? Number 18, it will help you avoid problems. There is absolutely no question that having a list can help you avoid small problems and big problems. If you're using lists to manage your life, you're going to avoid late payments. You're going to avoid missed deadlines and other things that can be both problematic and costly or have serious consequences. Number 19, it's a tool that can help you corral other areas of life and deal with them. So once you get into making lists and as you build your skills and over time you're seeing, oh, I have more free time. Oh, what am I going to do with my free time? If you're like most people, then, and as you become more proficient and effective and uh, productive, then you, the question becomes, what are you going to do now with the free time you have that you didn't have before? Well, typically what happens is people start to take on other areas of their life and start to get other areas of life dealt with. So it's a huge tool that will ultimately down the road, depending on how ambitious you are or how you take this on, help you get other areas of your life under control and dealt with. So uh, number 20, it definitely can serve as a coping mechanism or coping skill for life. Now, I had no idea until about two years ago that making lists in time management as a skill set could be or was or is a coping mechanism for life. I just had no awareness of that because I just didn't know. Of course, I'm also not a therapist. There's lots of things I don't know. But it's definitely an amazing, powerful tool for dealing with life. Why don't you want to have all the tools 
to deal with life. Of course you want all the tools to deal with life, and it's a great coping, me coping mechanism or coping skill. Number 21, it's free. Okay, this is something that can really help you. It's very powerful, and it's free. So there's, what's the objection? You can use, you know, scrap paper for making your list. You know, it doesn't have to be fancy. It doesn't have to be, like, some amazing list program or software. Just, just, it's free. Number 22, it's easy. In the scheme of life, making lists is just not that hard. It's not. Now, if you're dealing with overwhelm, and you've been in, like, a constant state of overwhelm or depression or anxiety, it's, it's probably likely to be a little bit more challenging for you. So I already talked about starting out small. So you just start with making a list for the day or, you know, if you're listening to this today, let's just sit down tonight, take five minutes and make a small list for tomorrow. If you keep doing that and working the program, you are going to like you are going to see shifts and changes. It's just not that hard. This is not, you know, rocket scientists three, you know, anyone can do it. Number 23, it can help you say no and mean it. Well, saying no, I know this is a skill I've been building my whole life saying no. Well, what I know about making lists and based on what I know from coaching people in time management and, and which includes list management, by the way, is that as people become clearer, like really clear about the life that they want for themselves, it becomes easier to say no to the things that don't line up with what they want. So you want to have an amazing, happy life and be well-loved. I mean, I hope that's what you want. Isn't that what you want? Why, why would you not want that? I have no idea why you wouldn't want that. Well, actually, I do actually have some ideas why some people wouldn't think that they want it, but it is what everybody wants. So making a list and getting practiced and skilled in list making and list management is going to help you build the skill to say no and to mean it because you're going to be very clear about what you're going for in life and what lines up with it and what doesn't. Number 24, it is good for your brain because you're doing actual thinking. Well, the way our brain science, by the way, fascinates me. Of course, there's lots of things that may fascinate me because I'm a very curious person. But we do things in life uh, repetitively. And one of the reasons we do things repetitively is because it conserves energy in your brain. So you go the same way to work every day. You, you know, often have the same thing when you're out at a restaurant. Like there's lots of repetition in your life, which you may or may not be aware of, but that's on purpose, at least from the science I've read. So anytime you're making a list, you're actually doing actual thinking, which is good for your brain. So it is very good for your brain. Number 25, it can help you if you're dealing with depression or overwhelm. So I know how hard depression is. I just pulled myself out of a dep major depressive episode having had several things, several very bad things, by the way, happen in a very short period of time unexpectedly. And having a list and having a vision can help you with depression and overwhelm because hopefully you've got this vision for your life, these things that you're up to that you really want because you know how much you're going to love them and enjoy them. And, you know, it, having a list and making a list is, is extremely helpful. I'm actually going to do a podcast about pulling yourself out of depression and really making a list and having a vision is really a key, two key components to that. Number 26, it will help you build the muscle of integrity. So making lists helps you build your muscle of integrity ongoingly because you're going to become more and more awake and aware to the things you said you would do and whether you did them or not. So Clarity is very helpful, but you definitely want to build that muscle of integrity and making lists will help you with that. Number 27, you will be more trustworthy. Well, nothing breeds trust more than doing what you said you would do when you said you would do it. So making a list will help you do exactly that. And another upshot is 
people just people just love people who are trustworthy. So you want to have more friends, you want to have a circle of people who love you, then you've got to be trustworthy. I mean, that's just, who wants to be friends with a liar, a cheat, or someone who's not trustworthy? Nobody. Nobody wants to be friends with someone who's not trustworthy. So being trustworthy is a huge benefit. Number 28, I love this one. It, it forces you to pause. So the one thing about life is we just kind of chug along in life, right? We're just kind of going through the motions, doing life, doing things repetitively because that's how our brain is set up to conserve energy. And the thing that I love about lists and making lists is it forces me to pause. So I, I'm, I am the list making queen. <laughs> I know I, I, I am, and I love it. Um, so the thing about uh, forcing you to pause is that it it really makes you pause to think about what's going to serve me best, what's going to serve what I'm up to, and it makes you just take a break for a moment. So I have this master list, and um, it really motivates me because, of course, I do have rewards. I'm, I have a video, YouTube video about having a reward system, and I did a podcast about being motivated where I talk about the reward system. So I'm a fan of that. But when I do my master list which is every, you know, so many weeks, whenever I get past 30, 40 or 50%, I'll do a new master list. I just love that because number one, it's, it's doing a new master list is a representation of all the progress I've made. Like I'm, I'm getting there. I'm, I'm going for it and look, look where I am. And then, then it's the pause of like, Hmm, what's next? What's going to serve me next? So we don't often pause in life. We just don't, we just kind of to life. So it forces you to pause and there's huge benefits for that. Number 29, it can help you build your self-esteem. Well, given that low self-esteem affects like 85% of the population, anything that builds your your self-esteem is going to be helpful. And if you have a question about whether it's going to build your self-esteem, let's review the 28 things I already covered because all those things are going to help you build self-esteem. Uh, number 30, it will help you control your own life. Well, when we're in a pandemic that's dragging on, one of the major features of a pandemic is loss of control because we have lost a lot of control. And and when you're dealing with depression or anxiety or low self-esteem or negative, you know, all kinds of negative things, anything that helps you get back some control is very powerful. Like you don't want to ester, underestimate, you know, putting yourself back in control. It's extremely powerful. So we all have circumstances, or at least most of us have circumstances that are not under our control. But you making a list, that's under your control. You might have circumstances you can't control. Listen, I've had a lifetime of circumstances that I could not control. I don't, won't even get into them <laughs> Some of them are just so bad and some of them are just so hard and painful. But we've all had situations where we have circumstances outside our control. But that's not your entire life and you do have control of making a list and that will really be helpful. Number 31, it's a grounding activity that grounds you in reality. This is extremely helpful and powerful as well. So one of the things that sometimes people do, myself included, is sometimes we go into a little bit of denial or we go into wishful thinking or we're, for whatever reason, we're not grounded in reality, like real reality. And making lists can be very powerful to ground you, to just get you grounded in life and also then to help you propel, propel you forward. But it will definitely help you recognize at some point that you're not in reality or that part of this part of your life or that part of your life isn't quite lined up with reality. So it's a grounding activity and anything that grounds you is really, really helpful and powerful. All right. So number 32, it will help you become more self-disciplined. Oh my goodness. This is a huge one because self-discipline is not something, well, it's not something we talk about often. It's very helpful and it's very powerful and it takes time and practice. 
But if you stick with making lists and once you start to see the benefits and you start to reap the rewards, I'm sure you will, it will definitely contribute to your level of being self-disciplined, which is really one of the like self-mastery end game things. It's really good. Number 33, it, re it improves your reliability factor. Well, we don't talk about someone's reliability factor. So let me tell you what it looks like. What it looks like is when uh, George from the Knights of Columbus would ask me to volunteer for a particular dinner and I would make a note of the, the time and the date and I, and he would and I would say okay do you want me to follow up with you and you know make sure you know I'm going to be there and he would say oh no I know when I see you write it down you're going to show up I don't have to worry about you I know you I know you'll you'll be there not even a thought that's what it looks like when you have a high reliability factor. People know you're going to do what you say. You're going to show up. You're going to do whatever it was or is that you said because you're known as having a high reliability factor. And by the way, people love that. Who does, you know, you don't want to be around people who are unreliable, who you have to be hmm, uncertain about or unsettled. So Definitely having a list is going to help you improve your reliability factor because you're going to be doing all the things that I already covered that make you trustworthy and help you be your word and improve your integrity. All right, number 34, it will help you reach your goals. Well, here's the thing about goals. So less than or something like 3% of the population writes down goals in a given year, 3%. That means 97% of people are not making goals or writing them down or making goals and writing them down. So 97% of the people are just kind of floating through the drift of life. You want to be in the 3% that sets goals. Why? Because the research is compelling that setting goals and getting to work on them will make you happier. I actually have a whole podcast about that because the research is fascinating and it's really good. So we know this. We know Having goals will help you be happier, assuming that you start to take some action. So if you're setting goals because they'll make you happier and you're working on them, of course, making lists is going to help you reach your goals because what are you putting on your list? The things that are going to help you reach your goals. So it will definitely help you reach your goals and that means you'll be happier. All right. Number 35, you get rewards. Well, I really hope that you'll consider listening to my podcast on motivation or looking at my website about the reward system or my YouTube video about having a reward system because they're phenomenal. Like you want to have rewards to inspire and motivate yourself. Now there's that's tricky and that's why I have all podcasts on it and a YouTube video and a blog post. So I'm not going to get into that now. But even if you didn't set up a reward system, you would be rewarded by all the things I just covered. Feeling better, being happier, moving your life forward. All of these things are going to help you, are rewards in a sense. But when I put this podcast together, I was actually thinking of rewards as in, you know, I have a master list and I have rewards at the bottom of the master list that I'm looking forward to. For example, on my latest master list, I just put doing new uh, card designs. So I'm a watercolor artist. I, I love art. I'm like an art fan. I'm a, I'm a diehard art enthusiast, kind of like I'm a diehard hobby enthusiast. But I used to, prior to two years ago, when I, after I got into watercolor painting, I decided, oh, I should have a goal. <laughs> there we are, goals of doing new designs, new, new art designs. And so I did that for a couple of years and then, you know, um, then I stopped. And so as I made my newest, newest current master list, I was thinking, hmm, what are good rewards for me? Well, I know one really great reward that involves somebody else, so it's not under my control. But anyway, uh, that would be, by the way, having a great man in my life. Woohoo, that's on my goal list. That is happening. I don't know when, but it's coming. 
so I put on doing new card designs, new art designs, and I'm so excited about that. So I want to tear through my list so I, I actually earn my rewards. But even if you don't set up a reward system, making lists is going to give you all of these benefits that I just covered, which should be huge. I mean, it's remarkable. So let me give you some takeaways, then we'll wrap this up. So number one, making a list has substantial benefits, as I just covered 35 of them, and will help you be happier. Well, of course, you want to be happier. Who I have never met anybody who said, oh, I don't want to be happier. I mean, I've met people who said, well, I can't be happy. Well, of course, if you have the attitude you can't be happy, guess what? You're never going to be happy. So that's takeaway number one. You can be happier. Number two, you can learn to embrace this skill because of the benefits. I mean, you can learn to be very highly skilled and proficient in making lists if you decide you want to. You could. You could. And number three, start small and take a buddy. You know, take a buddy and build the muscles together. All right, here's my call to action. So it's time to get into action and start working towards a life that you love and give yourself more free time. Time to do the things that you love. It's time to realize that, you know, making a list is going to propel your life forward in a major league baseball kind of way or football or whatever sport you like. All right, it's time to get together, make it fun. Okay, you definitely want to make it fun. And lastly, I'm asking that you share this podcast on social media and with your friends and family to help other people start to be happier and enjoy life and have more free time. Take care. I'm Lisa Lundy saying thank you for listening to my Love Life Podcast, episode number 35. 35 ways making a list will help you be happier. I hope you're going to start making some lists so you can get your life moving forward and be happier. If you enjoyed this podcast, please subscribe so you get new ones automatically and share this with the people that you care about. Connect with me at my website at www.lisaalundy.com for who knows what, all my content. I love you. I appreciate you. Hang in there. Let me know what you need. Take care for now. Bye.